Ready Check Radio. Why, hello, 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 Internet. It is Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy 14 Square Enix podcast. And we've got 14 news as always. And of course, Square Enix at Tokyo Game Show 2022. Uh, their presentation was just after last week's show. So uh, the next morning, technically, our time. So we're going to go through all of that and plenty more. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, or any of the other distribution platforms, make sure you click like, click subscribe, follow, give us a review. And if you like what we do here, tell a friend. We're just a few away from 600 followers on Twitch. So if you're sitting in chat right now and you haven't clicked the follow button or you're watching the VOD later, go ahead and click that follow button. It's much appreciated. Joining us today to go over all of the fun stuff, as always, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. What a week, man. I got my uh, Uniqlo shirts from Final Fantasy VI wearing right now. Feel real good. Got six, seven, 14. Mm. Love my my swag. Well, there you go. There you go. New shirts. Also on the line, Adam Lane, Kronos. What's up, sir? Yeah, I was reading through the show notes, and I didn't see the part where we are going to talk about our football teams and which one's undefeated. And uh, the part at the end <laughs> where we sing the Eagles fight song. Yeah, I mean, you, you, left, guys left are, that out. you guys are looking pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. Like, like you're not exceptionally great in any one category. It's just kind of solid across the board, which is obviously, you know, the best way to roll through a season is just being solidly good at everything rather than a blowout offense, but a defense that can't stop anybody. Mm. So, yeah. And then there's my Steelers, which obviously, right, you know, like everybody expects a, a more of a rebuilding year or two here with Roethlisberger retiring and then losing, you know, Juju Smith Schuster and, and a lot of other key and players. And TJ now injury. Watt. Yeah. With injuries, that one yeah. wasn't uh, yeah. TJ there. Um, yeah. So not like we expected a whole lot of the Steelers this year, but like the AFC North is just like. <laughs> what everybody's yeah. one and one everybody could be two and oh everybody could be oh and two it's just like we're fighting for mediocrity we're fighting for mediocrity in the afc north there and then your pack yeah get one side on a uh, week one our typical you know hey let's stink up the joint and make this a preseason game because uh we're down to three preseason games and then we'll actually come out for the actual season in week two right yeah that's that's how that works that's how that works. I'm sure we'll be. I think, be, they, still count that. I think yeah. they still count that game, though. Damn it! <laughs> I think, I think, officially speaking, yeah, yeah, that one does uh does slide into the record books. Anyway, let's talk Final Fantasy 14, and then we'll get to uh, Tokyo Game Show 2022. Interesting update the morning after our show last week. So last week we were talking about the nerf to uh, PS or P8S and the health cut off of the final boss and kind of a, well, you know, they over-tested it and they got too good at it. And yeah, that was a very basic tweet that they sent out. And we had some speculation. We had some thoughts. I thought it was interesting reading through this update. Uh, some of the things said there were 
you know, fictional devil's advocate arguments that I was making uh, on last week's show. So it was kind of interesting to see some of those. But we did get a full post the next morning on adjustments to Abyssos, um, the Eighth Circle Savage from Yoshi P. Just kind of reiterating the initial uh, message, maybe clarifying it a little bit, just saying, hey, yes, the team got very good at this one. And when they when they test, we typically add one to two percent HP onto the final number that our testing team arrives at, knowing that our player base is actually better at the game than we are. So if yes. we're able to clear it and get it just under the enrage when we're tuning these savage fights, then if we add one or two percent more. Our, our, you know, week one, week two, world first clearing type teams will have uh, more of a challenge than we did uh, because they're just better at the game. So that was, you know, just kind of clarifying the tweet itself. But then the Yoshi P. Kronos kind of digs into a little more behind the miscalculation saying it isn't just about this. Although that is a factor, there are other factors here. Yeah, I think he like, talks about like jobs getting locked out of Party Finder, which was uh, definitely happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like a counter-argument, in my opinion, to what he's saying. I appreciate these posts. Let me start by saying oh, that. Absolutely. Like, I'm glad that he, they take the time to do this, and I'm glad that they put those extra notes now in like the job guide that kind of like shows their reasoning. I think those are great, even if I disagree with this specific topic. Uh, it just seems count- like counter like a counterpoint to me that like if, if the jobs are getting locked out to me, you should look at the job, but um, I don't know. I mean, it just, yeah. Other than that, like I, I understand like why they made the change. I don't think it's like the worst change in the world. I was just a bit disappointed. And I do think the jobs still need a bit of love. Uh, I think if this boss had come out at this percentage of health, we would probably be talking less about job balance just because the boss would have been dead. It wouldn't have like, probably mattered as much but it's still there the issue's still there so like the fact that this happened is probably gonna net a good thing i think overall in terms of that um but yeah i feel like i've talked a lot about this this already so yeah chronos i'm sorry last week one of the points i made in the okay well wait why don't we fix the jobs here instead of just nerfing this fight and last week one of the points i made is well one Obviously, that's a a harder change to make in a smaller period of time. That would be something that you would never, ever want to do in response to one savage fight. And in fact, the newest savage fight. So arguably the second hardest piece of content available in the game right now. You you wouldn't want to tune jobs based on that. Uh, But then also it takes longer to implement those types of things. And so this would definitely be a let's nerf it now. It'll fix the the problem now and then take our time with jobs. Yoshi P does address that exact question and basically says the same thing. An immediate fix on jobs, that's not really an option. That just isn't an option. We cannot balance jobs for this piece of content being the balancing bar. There is just way too many other pieces of content we have to take into consideration when we're doing job balancing. Doesn't mean that there's Other nothing. To, doesn't mean that there's nothing to balance. 
just means we can't balance it strictly based on the most recent yeah. Savage fight added to the game. But then does kind of double down, right, and says, and the root cause for this particular problem, although we're not denying their there definitely needs to be balance changes and specifically calls out Paladin and Warrior in the post, but does kind of double down and says, in this particular case, although we might have job balance stuff to do, that was not the issue with this fight. The issue here, the root cause, was a mistake on us balancing the duty, and that's why we went in for this kind of unprecedented fix. And I talked about this last week. I feel that they, their testing team did like a full meta comp and got right, you know, was too good. Okay. But they should be testing with like the worst comp available with like very little to any buffs, you know, take machinists, take red mage who's underperforming, take reapers underperforming. Um, I don't know who else you would take to, you know, have that issue. Maybe black mage, uh, because there's very little buffs, and then try to beat that with that comp, and then base your balancing on that. If their their testing team is taking the best comp and just barely squeaking by, okay, yeah, you, you add a couple, but again, they said that they were too good, so maybe they're getting to be uh, our levels. We'll see. Not my level. Maybe Kronos's level, world uh, he, first level. Yoshi P uh, apologizes multiple level. times in this post. <clears throat> Excuse oh, me. Yeah. To the point that at the end he says, "At the risk of sounding like a broken record, I do want to apologize because there's an awful lot of people to apologize to. It's those people that were on the cusp of getting the clear and now maybe feel a little cheated of getting that clear Kronos before this quote-unquote nerf. Which, by the way, Yoshi P does not look at this as a nerf. He looks at this as a fix. correction, a yeah, a fix." fix to an mm. actual problem. I mean, we're, I think we're talking semantics at that point. <laughs> sure. <laughs> a nerf is a, a, nerf is a nerf. No matter yeah. why you did it, a nerf is a nerf. Um, but then he's, he's also apologizing to like people that were looking for a job balance tweak and saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry, we, we can't give it to you because I'm sorry if we did give it to you, then people that were performing on par would feel bad that they didn't get uh, some type of tweak or improvement along the way as well. So he, he has multiple apologies going on here. I really, really appreciate the post. There was nothing in it that surprised me, though, Kronos. Like, I expected him, if he did something like this, to say exactly what he said. And when I read it, I was like, these are the exact arguments, uh, you know, that, that I had made on the show the night before. I'm not surprised that these were the answers. Whether you like them or not, these were going to be the public-facing answers. Yeah, they, yeah, these are just the PR answers, for sure. I mean, even if they, like, they feel differently. Eh, I like to see it. I'm glad they're doing this. I think it is a good thing. I'm glad that he does it himself, too, or like, at least he signs it. Um, I mean, so, he's done this since 1.0, you know, when he took over. <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he's always apologizing. That man never stops apologizing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it goes a long way. Like, I don't know, I, even in, like, to, to, it's like a like a slightly different thing. Like in my raid group, it goes a long way, man. If someone messes up, just be like, "My bad, we move on." You know? Yeah. Someone messes 100%. up, that goes a long way. Even, even you know, even if you don't know what happened, even if it was like a you know brain fart type thing or whatever, it's like 
my bad. Okay, that's cool. I blame it on people that weren't there that day. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like to do that too me. from time to time. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That was Kronos. Kronos hasn't raided with us in years. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> Yeah. The worst, the worst thing in these situations, or even like raid, you're messing up, is, is silence, and no one takes accountability, and it's just, what, what's going on? What happened? Why did? Uh, I don't know. Let's pull again. Well, we can't fix it. We don't know what's going on. We're just like in the dark. So I absolutely appreciate Yoshi P always going to lengths to explain what's going on, um, give us a little bit more detail behind the scenes, um, so that we're not left in the dark and wondering what the heck is going on with Square. So. Uh, props to him. He's just an awesome game director. I, I, I love him. Tokyo Game Show 2022. We're going to talk about Square's lineup there in a little bit. But Phil uh, Spencer and the Xbox team did uh, feel the need to bring it up. And, uh, and, and yeah, they're still trying to bring Microsoft or, uh, Final Fantasy 14 to the Microsoft Xbox. I wanted you to know, rest assured, that we will be bringing that game to Xbox. He went on to add that they have a great relationship with Yoshida and are working through what bringing the game to the console as a cross-platform IP would entail. They, quote, haven't given up yet. But will it ever? <laughs> but will well. it ever? Because I see a world, particularly now, where Sony is just like... You ever see those horror movies when somebody's like hiding under the bed on a hardwood sure. floor and they like start to crawl out and then something grabs them and pulls them back in and there's always the nail marks on the floor like that is We're just, just taken. Yeah, that is just <laughs> Sony's claws in the back of Final Fantasy 14. You can have to drag it from their cold, dead hands to get it on the Xbox at this point. I think I don't I, I assume it will make it there at some point. I also Maybe. sit back and I just go, like, how relevant is it as the time continues to go by that it's not there? You're talking about, like, a smaller and smaller audience, I think, that is even interested by the time it does get there. Not to say that there isn't a benefit, of course, and a monetary benefit, and a nice, sizable chunk of people that'll prob that have, you know, never played it on PC, never played it on PlayStation, and will pick it up on the Xbox. But I think that audience gets smaller the longer this takes, Tark. Maybe it's just my take on it. Uh, you might be right. I think maybe one of the major hiccups that I'm guessing at is the entry point. Like if the Xbox players come in, they've never played it on PC or, or PlayStation, and they've come in fresh on Xbox, like that's daunting to go to from one to ninety. So I'm wondering if well, we all all three of us kind of speculated back yeah. when Endwalker was coming out that the best point to bring Xbox players in back then would have been the expansion after Endwalker. Sure, and uh, I could yeah, still see that story. as yeah, I could still see that as a as a great entry point. It, well, if they can make it so that you know, are you going to choose, you know, the Heidel and Zodiac saga to start? Or are you going to start with this new saga in 7.0 and kind of make that an entry point where, okay, when you start, you're, you know, level 90. Right. Um, and go from there. So I'm wondering if that's maybe a hang up. I know some people have said that, well, it's, it's you know, Xbox's guidelines, um, you know, no chatting cross-platform, no community building cross-platform. Like, I think Phil Spencer is, is already beyond that. I think it's just 
you know, that entry point to get into the game is just so daunting if you were to go from one to 90 or even to whatever level they're going to change it to probably 100. Yeah, that's that's more Sony's thing, by the way, uh, building communities and, and communication. They've gone on record in previous interviews saying that they want to be able to guarantee the integrity of their online <laughs> services and the experience that you will have on those online services and when you let other platforms into those experiences they can no longer do so because they're doing such a wonderful job at it now i mean i don't know how many headsets of playing apex legends i've been on in on the playstation and just you know not heard the vilest of things about my mother yeah you know, yeah she's a saint Is that why we can't play uh, ESO together when you're on pc <laughs> and i'm on playstation no that's because ESO's dumb um, and ESO oh, is not okay. cross-platform anywhere. I could play ESO on my PlayStation. I have a 300-plus champion point there. I finally am in the champion points on my play on my PC character now, so catching up. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> whatever. Whatever. Is it ever coming to Xbox, Kronos? Uh, I mean, I money never down, say never. Money down right now, no, yes or no? No, no, no. You think but I don't think it's zero percent, but no, I just. Well, you I think, think also Sony like another, would just a, fight it too hard and make it too think, financially beneficial to not put it there. I think there's that too. I think also like, do they really want another piece of hardware? Like they complain so much about PlayStation as it is yeah. too, just like keep the other stuff balanced. You add another piece of hardware, and that's like another thing you got to worry about. Uh, which I mean, for the right price, I'm sure they'll do. Sony buys Square, and Sony's like, "You give us Call of Duty, and you can have Final Fantasy." That's, that's <laughs> the thing, too. Like, if there's any truth to those rumors that that could end up at some point down the road being the case, Sony certainly would not want that to happen ahead of that deal, right? They would absolutely mm -hmm. do everything they could to shut that down if they were even remotely interested in a potential acquisition at some point. Again, those are all rumors anyway. It's just an interesting thought experiment. Yeah. Um, quick announcement before we finish up with 14 here. Uh, today, the 14-hour live broadcast and the live letter got scheduled. That'll be Saturday, October 8th. That's actually the evening of Friday, October 7th here in the States. Uh, so obviously it'll be the day after the show. The it'll be the 14 hour live stream. Tons of guests. You can check it all out on the Lodestone now. About uh, I think like an hour and a half into uh, the presentation is the next live letter, um, and that'll be 9:30 Pacific time on PM on Friday, October 7th, and it's going to be broken into two parts, kind of looking back on 6:2. And then a preview of what you can expect in 625, which I think is all any of us really care about now. <laughs> like, yeah. look, look forward, yeah. Yeah, look forward. I don't look fondly, like, I don't reminisce on 6.2. We, we haven't been far away from it enough yet for me to reminisce about it. But they do usually give those, like, updates, Kronos, on different things that they've learned and noticed and... I'm sure this will come up, the whole nerf thing will come up there, even if it doesn't get any deeper than Yoshi P's post. If if they go deeper into jobs, I'll be interested in that. I don't know if that's what they do. True. But um, that, would, that would definitely pique my interest, like if they start talking about what they feel like they need. But I just don't know if they're going to do that, like what they need to like adjust or whatever. Uh, I'm more interested in 6.2 stuff as well. 6.25. So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Criterion, baby. I look fondly at 6.2, man. I'm Final Fantasy IV fanboy, and I love Zero, so I look fondly already. It's 
Well, you're gonna get well, more of that, though. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. get more. I know. I'm just. I'm so giddy. This whole expansion. I'm so giddy. <laughs> uh savage and island sanctuary updates uh i'll go first island sanctuary is 10 we're good got them out working, oh. uh, working on the second one now um yeah i'll tell you what man as soon as you hit 10 that island becomes a lot less annoying a lot <laughs> less annoying <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> an awful lot especially less when you annoying. put everything on auto yeah and you just collect uh, it like once a week yeah it's uh <laughs> It's uh, it's not too bad once you actually do all the grinding you need to do for it. It's not too bad. How you doing on Island Sanctuary there, uh, Tark? Uh, on 10, uh, don't have everything on auto. I still like to go in every day and kind of manually put up my, uh, my craft to sell. So I'll, I just figure I'll do my gardening and, and pasture at the same time. Um, but I am going for that 1,700 calorie achievement so uh hopefully everything pans out and i got three of the mounts done and i'm just working on the motorbike now so nice how's the savage coming there chronos oh we're on the we're almost done with the door boss so nice we'll probably be there's a chance we'll be on the last phase on sunday nice uh, and I, I think from what i've seen i think the last phase is easier than the door boss but it's still hard so so clear by next show Mm, no, we gotta, re, we gotta re-clear. <laughs> maybe, maybe not this Sunday, but the following, the following. Sunday is right. possible. But more probably more likely the week after that. Re-clears right. on on freaking carbuncle sucks. Our our re-clears, knock on wood, have been really good. Like we uh we didn't die at all this week. Nice. Just one shot, one shot, one shot. Last week, even on our initial clears, was fast. And then when we did seven on our second day, we killed it first pull. So they've been going good. Nice. <laughs> so hopefully nice. that keeps up and we'll keep progging. Yeah. Sunday's about to be a nightmare because you said that out loud now. <laughs> just Probably. Well, well, Sunday we just get to go straight to the door boss. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see anything. Did you guys stroll with Yoshi P? Was there like any official translation of anything interesting uh, there? All I saw was the live letter stuff. Yeah. Like the I looked at the Discord. I looked online. I looked at Reddit, and like, there's there didn't seem to be like anything. Usually, that you I can could catch find. like a news article or two, you know, from different sites that can translate like MMO culture and stuff like that. But and there's like, oh, he said this at the stroll, and there was none of that this time. So, if there was news from the stroll with Yoshi P at TGS that like nobody knows, but you speak Japanese. Yeah, the, the Japanese know it. <laughs> hit me, hit me up, and let me know. <laughs> so, speaking of Tokyo Game Show 2022, let's take a look, gents, at what Square Enix had to offer at the show and give our takes of it. I do want to say uh, their show. We are going to do love it or leave it. So, like, leave an opinion of the entire show until then. We'll we'll cover that last. This whole show was more a stream. Uh, than anything else. It wasn't like they were had a huge spot at the, the show floor and a big presentation with keynotes, and that wasn't that, but there was this huge, like, kind of presentational, like, six hours or so stream. It was, if you watch the entire stream, because there's a couple cuts of it, if you watch the entire stream, it was very nice for me, warmed my heart, Kronos, to see them do about 40 minutes of Final Fantasy TCG stuff to basically kick it off. Talking about the new set, talking about some upcoming sets. They even did a little like demo game 
with some it was awesome to see them start that the whole presentation with that and i'm not gonna lie how many people in chat i didn't know final fantasy had a card game i didn't know final fantasy had a card <laughs> game i didn't know final fantasy had a card game uh, so it was very good to see that. Like, even if there wasn't anything in it for me, like, I, I know the set, I know the new one's coming, I know how to play. I thank you. Thank you. Now, now, when you do cross stuff for 14, could you do me a favor? I know that 14, like, posts it on the site sometimes, or does it put it in the launcher? Put it in the launcher for those couple of weeks. Like, let it slide through the, the rotating gallery just like everything else. You advertise the Primal's music. When you have 14 characters as a marquee character set for a particular set, put FFTCG in the slider on 14. You're, you're saying things I feel like I've said a lot. Oh, we, we, we all have said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam, Adam, you and yeah. I have had this conversation no, yeah, ad nauseum yeah. I've had, behind I've the scenes. I've had a conversation with Square employees about yeah. this same thing. Yep. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Yeah, just, you know, and I think the argument I got was like, well, we did it at duty commenced. And I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's your uh, viewership no, on that? I mean, you know, put it, yeah, the, like if it was in the first tab of the launcher when you launch the game, insane. How about put a card with, like, sleeve a card up and put it in the, the remake? Just like, here's yeah. a cloud card. Yeah. You'd think people wouldn't open that and be like, oh, sweet, there's a card game for this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> They totally would. I mean, everybody else does it. Dragon Ball Z does it. You know, whatever. That's a whole different can of worms. Yeah, but totally no, different can of worms. So I did want to give credit where due. This was a bigger stage for something Square Enix generically presented. It wasn't a specific game or anything. And they did put FFTCG on that stage with them. And it yeah. wasn't just blurb advertisements in between game announcements. They had their own like 30, 35 minute cut of time. So that was very, very nice to see. Uh, from the event, we also got a ton of Octopath Traveler 2 gameplay, like a bunch of footage and, and some conversation talk, and then like 20 minutes of just straight gameplay, just like them sitting there playing the game. What do you think? God, it looks so freaking good on a PS5. I can't right. wait to get my hands on it. Oh my God, please pour it over the first one over at PS5, PS4, PS5. That'd be sweet. Um, I'd buy it again. I'd buy it a second time. You can have my money. Um, but it looks absolutely uh, amazing. Um, and it's not directly connected to the first one, right? No. This is a different world. So awesome. Yeah, the characters are different too. The, yeah. the jobs um, are the same. The jobs are the same. <laughs> the jobs are the same. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was um, funny. So, I mean, you don't even need to play the first one to play the second one. It's not connected, so it's kind of Final Fantasy-ish that way. So, um, I, I'm excited to get this. This is definitely day one purchase. Yeah, it so looked good. absolutely gorgeous, Kronos. It was absolutely stunning. Yeah, I'm excited for this. This is like, I don't know, It's it, I feel like it got a lot of time because it, it seems like that Guardians of the Galaxy situation where they like they just showed this and they were like, it comes out in February, right? I think, or something like that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of soon. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, compared to, like, Forspoken at 16, which we've been hearing about for, like, two, three years <laughs> at this point, so. We're, like, it, various day of life announced on the on the Nintendo Direct. Announced, uh, released today. Yeah. What? Yeah. Right. Oh, speaking of releases today, did anybody pick up Diofield Chronicle? It's I have in not the mail. Yet. It's being shipped. Oh, you're yeah. I'm probably going to get it on Steam. 
Yeah. Oh, you're going to get a steam? I think so, yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, 16 was, in fact, mentioned at at the show. Um, mm-hmm. And that was about it. That was about it. It was mentioned. There was also an ad kind of in the middle of the, you know, like the pamphlet book that you get when you attend the show. Beautiful art coming soon in summer 2023. Seeing the, the panel right there. It was mentioned, but that was it. It was actually, it wasn't even part of their TGS 2022 stream, though. It was actually mentioned over on a different stage when uh, Naoki Yoshida was accepting a, an award um, on behalf of Square Enix uh, for the Future Division Award and was just kind of asked, saying, hey, you know, you said in June that we'd get some new information this fall, dot, dot, dot. And Yoshi P did say, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to the marketing or public relations team at all, so I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say, but I think we'll probably be able to release the next trailer next month or so. And after that, I hope to be able to give a rough idea of when it will be released. So possibly the next trailer in October-ish. A little, a little beautiful art in the middle of the uh, the TGS uh, companion book, but that was it. That that was really it for sixteen. What are the odds that the trailer, the next trailer, has like party members in it? Um, I'd say pretty Ooh. high. I think so yeah. too. I'd I say so pretty too. high because there was two. There was a lot of questioning after the first one. Then there was Yoshi P saying. Yeah, there will be, you know, party members in and out. And I think to kind of quell that for anybody that didn't see the interviews, they're going to include footage of that, I would think. I, I yeah, yeah, I, I would, I I would say it's it. pretty high. Yeah. Moogle go round radio with the party rating of seven. Much appreciated. Much. Uh, normally I'd kick the applause for you, but in the middle of recording a show, I'll hit you with it after. So, yeah, I'd say it's pretty high that we'll see parties in that. On the flip side, though, at, at TGS, Forspoken and Crisis Core got a ton of love, Kronos. And I got to say, Tark, you and I said it when they did like the gameplay reveal thing of Forspoken. Mm-hmm. It finally feels like they're starting to find their marketing footing here with this title. Yep. Uh, that last, you know, everything after that Twitter ad, that 30 second spot oh, has been, <laughs> has been ramping up in a positive way for yeah. me. So, um, and even like the, the limited, uh, hands-on that people have had and done like mini reviews has also leaned positive for me and, and keep, keeps bumping up my, uh, excitement to, to get this possibly day one so now i'm at like a seven out of ten it's like 70 percent day one purchase i i hope they keep going this route god please not, not another delay though just at this point you do it i'm just done i'm just done yeah i i am right there with you this is one that when we initially saw it i was just like uh maybe i don't know maybe if i've got nothing else to buy and i'm just looking for something to screw around with and then it got delayed and delayed again. And then the the, the reveals weren't all that great. And then the, tw- the, the, the TikTok slash Twitter video thing. That was just, oh, mm. my God, this, this is a train wreck. And then the last gameplay-focused trailer. And I was like, all right, Traversal looks pretty cool. All right, yeah. Combat looks pretty cool. 
All right, it's looking really smooth. Then this trailer, which is a little more story-esque, by the way. You have to go watch it with the captions if you want to get what's going on. But, it, you know, it is going to... It is going to have that, if you don't like Devil May Cry, yeah. Yeah. You know, and 16 is going to suffer from that too, right? Final Fantasy 16 is going to suffer from that same type of, if you don't like God of War slash Devil May Cry, that kind of faster, combo-y, flashy, maybe a little more flash and a little less substance in some cases. Like, if if you don't like that type of combat, these these games are going to suffer. Because of that, if, yeah, if you don't like I, them, I think though fifteen to that point has name recognition that this doesn't have, so it won't suffer 16, as much. Sixteen, you mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Branding's branding is a huge part. No doubt. Part no of doubt. Yeah. No um, doubt. But my thing is like I, I'm I get impressed. The last couple of trailers have been great, but they yeah. keep giving me more things to buy yeah. near this title, <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, can we talk I mean, about like? the renaissance that we seem to be having the golden age now of square enix this these next six months like this is insane yeah we talked about it last show when we (laughs) when we did the nintendo direct review and we were like wait a minute look at all these dates this is like october 7th through mid-february and then oh by the way final fantasy 16 comes out a few months after that nine to ten titles that i may like on, on the positive side of buying in six months i'm like my wall, I can't handle it. Yeah, like, like three or four of them are like day one confirmed for me already. Yeah. And then there's probably and, another four right behind it that are close. Yeah, and believe it or not, I buy things that aren't Square Enix titles too. <laughs> like there's right. other exactly. things also. Yeah. Yeah. God so of War, like, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, the real hot chili pepper in chat saying FF7 Crisis Core is day one. No doubt. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, yeah, it was at the show it. too. Have a, have a little footage of Crisis Core. I know Kronos, out of, all three of us are buying this day one but you are the one that you just you just want to get in there with your boy zach and hang out i'm not the biggest zach fan but it, this game looks great um it really does yeah i'm actually impressed with how, how good it looks and i'm glad that there's finally an option to play that's not just psp anymore so i'm excited to play this i'm, I'm interested to see like more of what they change because it seems like a lot of the trailers don't really dig too far into like yeah those kind of changes i mean they show some combat and stuff but uh, i think it looks great I'm definitely buying it day one. So, I'm more interested in the portrayal of Genesis than anything. Mm. Uh, in, in this one, I do want to see where they go and how they elaborate on he's, that character. He's probably still going to be just as weird. I know, I <laughs> and know. not make much sense. Right, yeah. but I would like it to see. I would like to see if like he's still weird, but it, you can identify with why he's weird uh, a little maybe, more. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they more. make like some subtle changes, kind of like how supposedly no Senator. new lines for Genesis. Well, that doesn't mean that there wouldn't be additional play with the character. It doesn't have to have additional lines to to have additional content. Yeah, other people talk talking about him and revealing right, more, maybe. Right, right. I'm not hopeful, by the way. It's just a wish of mine for Crisis Core Dark. It's just. I, I will say I don't wish. know who Genesis is, so there we go. He's the guy with the red hair, the, in red, the, the red jacket, yeah, I, one wing. I, I, I got that. Um, yeah, that's that's all I know. So you're not like familiar with. Any of the like Crisis Core stuff? I play like an hour of it on the PSP and just yeah. And obviously so, that would have been way back is, when. This is this is day one and streaming nonstop until I finish it. Kind of purchase. I wish like, I could see it through. Go on the I wish <laughs> I could see it through your eyes, man. I really wish I could to 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 sit there and play the remake as the first time. So like all those people that had never played Seven, 
on the PlayStation 1 and you were like excited for them to have this experience with the remake, you are now that person for, for Kronos and I. We are excited you for guys- you to experience this stuff. That's awesome. Come by and watch. <laughs> Real Hot Chili Pepper too. Oh, we're going to live vicariously through them, Kronos. I'm sure we'll enjoy nice. it, but we'll yeah. live vicariously through them. Uh, Star Ocean, the Divine Force was also shown off. Remember, this one's just around the corner, friendos. Just around the corner. So just around the corner that there is a demo up now on the uh, PSN and Xbox, PlayStation Network and over on Xbox. It's only a two-hour demo, and it is not. <laughs> it does not uh, bring your save data with it. So yeah. don't worry about progression. It's not like previous demos that Square's been doing lately where you can carry progress into the game. And when they say two hours, uh, that's pretty generous. Uh, that is a that that that's you'd have to probably at least I played through the whole thing yesterday. Uh, have either of you played it? I have not. You didn't. I I just finished both uh, Star Ocean and Valkyrie Elysium demos uh, before the show today. Yeah. So in the in this demo, uh, to say that you have two hours of gameplay, I just feel like you got to set the controller down and go poop. <laughs> and then come back and finish it, uh, or maybe just really want to just walk over every section of the maps. I will say that's this: I, I enjoyed the demo. <laughs> Go ahead, Tark. Uh, that's what I did. I was like, these areas are freaking gorgeous. And then once you get uh, Duma, like you're just wanting to zip around, and you're like, oh, there's there's purple oh, yeah. crystals. Oh, oh yeah. there's there's yeah, green yeah, items. Yeah. And you're just zipping around, and the next thing I know, like. I had spent two hours and I'm not even done with it. And I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta stop. Cause it's, yeah. It's if you, time. if you go through the story stuff, you will be done in yeah, if you, if you, an hour tops, an hour focus, laser focus. Yeah. I played for like the full two hours because I was doing the same thing with bouncing around and looking at different things and, and using the Dumas uh, mobility stuff that you get about halfway through the demo. It feels MMO ish. Doesn't it? Like it, the combat is is very very interesting. That doesn't mean that I'm gonna love it long term. Uh, yeah, the charge and blindside system just it, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Like I've it's, I've pulled it off a couple times, but like uh. it's not well explained in this demo, and I hope they change that because yeah. I didn't I didn't quite understand the way it worked based on the tutorial written explanation either. But then just screwing around, I was like, ah, okay, I get it. They should have reworded this like this a little bit, and I would have got it. Yeah. Um, you're right. The tutorial is a little wonky in the the written description there. The combat is I, I like it. I don't know. I don't know how long I'll like it, but there is obviously a lot of customization you can do with it as far as swapping out skills and making your own combos and then even introducing mm-hmm. items and stuff to put elemental spins and effects on it is it looks like it could be deep but they didn't give us access to enough to experiment to find out if it's actually deep or not like is it deep for deep sake or is it deep because it's there's a lot you can do with it i'm not quite sure yet but it is really freaking smooth chronos going in and out of combat it's right in right in and out there they are fight them keep walking 
the it, it feels like an MMO in the way that like zones in Final Fantasy are built. Big ass yes. zone, go explore it. And if you go out this way, this way, or this way, next zone loads in. Like it feels like that. The face animations are weird still. <laughs> They're really weird still. That, and 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 the mouth movements not syncing with the the dialogue. Still well, is just did like, you have it on? Uh, Eng- on did you it. have it on English dub? Yes. Okay. That that's why. If you put it on the Japanese dub with the English subtitles, oh, the the perfect. mouth it, it's a lot. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a lot closer. Okay. It's a lot closer. Why are you listening to the English? Put it in Japanese, sucker. Um, I just. I, that's not you. You speak, can't do that. I want to hear. I want to hear. Yeah, sorry. There's a crafting system which you don't get to do anything with in the demo. You just get to pick some things yeah. up that tell you, you know, hey, this is a uh, craftable or this is a um, uh, a material used for crafting. There's something called uh, like a secretary thing where you can buy paper and write notes to people. We don't know, like, I couldn't find anything in the demo that let you experiment with that a little more and figure out what the hell it did. So there's an awful lot to be explored. I found the demo enjoyable. Uh, you only get to play Raymond. Uh, you don't get to play any of the um, the other storylines or starting places. It's very limited on what you experience. But... It's a solid demo. Like, I think if... (sighs) Most of us are unsure about the future of Star Ocean, right? Yeah. I was very happy that they put this demo together, Kronos. I played the demo and didn't walk away going, man, even I don't want to buy it. Like, I love Star Ocean and I want it to succeed. And I realized this might be its last outing if this doesn't do well because of the last few. I did walk away from this demo going, okay. I still feel comfortable that I want to buy this. Now, whether the entire story and experience will be amazing and great, I don't know, but I don't feel like I'm walking into integrity and faithlessness again. Mm. Yeah. I feel like what I've been looking at is all good. I haven't played the demo myself. I, I, I probably won't. I think I'm probably just going to buy this game for the reason you already said. I, I want this series to survive. Yeah. So I just hope yeah. I finish the game after I buy it. <laughs> that's, that's really where Tark, I'm what do you think uh, of your, your demo experience? Uh, so having just finished it, um, the, the zones are ginormous. They're beautiful. Uh, I was glad that the sprint is a significant sprint. Oh yeah. That dude oh, trucks. It was, yeah. Raymond he, he, trucks he, when you click that left <laughs> stick. Um, I, I immediately though, like I can't, I can't handle Raymond's character model. I, I moved over to the Letitia. Like she's a much better character model. I don't know what they're doing with Raymond. Um, and then getting to the first major What, what do you mean you moved over zone? to her? You swapped characters. You can't so in she's the demo. The, yeah, you can. Oh, 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 you mean in the party, in the party. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was, yeah, I, I was like, party. you can't not, play not through her, her story. story. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Not gotcha, her story, gotcha. just her in the party, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, like, I just can't stand controlling him. Just He just looks funky. I don't know what it is. I don't know. See, I think, to me, I think she, they all look weird. I think they all look weird, and I think, <laughs> like, she's got this, like, like, they tried to make an hourglass figure, but sure. I have never seen an hourglass that has like a much wider bottom hourglass than a top hourglass. Like if you that watch her, her, like I'm hoping it is because like the hips on her like kind of skirt armor, yeah, it's, they just it's like the skirt flares out. out. It's like what are you doing? They all Anyways. look goofy as shit. It's yeah, it's the heads for me, dude. I don't know. I just can't. I can't get over it. It's hard for me to get over it. Uh, so the combat was uh, a little interesting. I wasn't trying to dive too much because I knew 
that you couldn't save this in, for the main game. So I was like, well, what do I care if I really dive deep into it now? Um, so I played around with a little bit of the skills, like the yep. skill trees for each characters are just these mammoth things that are like, oh my God, this is a lot of work. Yeah, you're going to be farming SP. Um, this is the thing that I, when they showed the last trailer and showing all the systems and stuff, I'm like, this is sensory overload. There's there's like way too much stuff that they're trying to push on me right now. So as long as they build these systems up slowly over time, I'm okay with that. Um, when we got to the first main, like the ruins area, you know, seeing the verticality is like, well, how the hell do I get up there? I'm like, yeah, well, then I find out, oh, OK, this is how. It, and, th and that is really cool. Duma in zipping around, getting up to areas you couldn't before. Yep. Really opens up the the zone and it's areas. And smooth, too. Like, it, oh, yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely smooth. The movement's smooth. Like you said, in and out of combat is just, it's it's not even an issue. Um, th as soon as they're done, Duma's like, everything's, targets are eliminated. And you're just, you're, you're walking. Um, there's no zone buffering or, or battle buffering, um, loading screens for any of that. It's just all open world kind of combat yeah. it's um, not going to change the world it's it's, it's, it's not going to be that that level of rpg no but i would just like no. a good star ocean it's been so yeah. long <laughs> yeah and as long as things the the systems they layer on it because i i'm it's going to be so many systems and so much to min max with this game yeah oh yeah um especially with like if you want to plat this game i'm sure there's going to be some insane trophy at the end where you know super super boss where you got to min max everything so i'm expecting that um as long as they layer on uh slowly so that i can understand them <laughs> at my own pace and it's not bombarding me like I i'm getting used to the whole blindside weirdness uh yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good Star Ocean. Uh, positive experience with it. it uh, my expectations did not lower with this title, with the demo. So I still don't think it's a day one purchase for me. I might wait for you guys to tell me how it is before I purchase it. Fair enough. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn spent some time talking with IGN and what I thought Kronos was a little bit of an uh, interesting interview. Because one of the... Like, uh, key questions was like, okay, well, if we're going to do a tactics ogre, how come it isn't in that, you know, that HT, HD 2D art style? Man, that'd be pretty cool. And they were just like, uh, yeah, the original art's too damn good. Like, why, <laughs> why mess would with we, what's not broke? <laughs> yeah, why would we mess with this absolutely beautiful art? Um, and yeah, and then they kind of were talking about like this renaissance of tactics games right now, which. I don't know if I necessarily call it a renaissance. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, two yeah. two games is not a renaissance. Go ahead, Kronos. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a bit of a stretch. I didn't mean to like cut you off. No, you're fine. Go. Ahead. I I mean, I I hope that we're in a renaissance. That would be awesome. But I I don't think we're quite there yet. If we keep getting more, like if they announce like a tactics remake or we get something else or maybe Advance Wars finally comes out, that would be sweet. But that's not Square Enix. Um. Yeah, like I mean, I, well, I love tactical RPGs. They're like my one of my favorite. Um, we do so, got we do got Front Mission one, two, and three being remade. That's true. So there's more tactics fix. So yeah, that's true. And Dio Field uh, is a tactical is game, so you can count that's that good. too. Uh, but I still think it's a bit of a stretch to say we're in like a Renaissance yet. Triangle strategy is good. It's not perfect, but it, I I would like recommend it to people. 
as long as you can get through all the text in the game. Um, yeah, you really got to be interested in political <laughs> intrigue for yeah. that one. Yeah, and I'm really excited about this. Um, like, I didn't, I don't need to see more of this game. I already know I'm buying this game. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, more of this, please, I guess. If you want, if the Renaissance thing is true, then there has to be more coming. So maybe that's the. Or if you want there to be that. a Renaissance, you better buy this. <laughs> or, or that, yeah. I mean, what? what uh, if we get from Mission 1, 2, 3, that's six Square Enix strategy games, tactic strategy games in a year, year and a half? That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Although I think uh, counting front mission one through three, I don't know. I feel yeah, like that's, that's a bit, like that's a little, deal. That's a, yeah. But you know, it's I, uh, I get what you're saying. I love, I, get what you're saying. I love front mission. No, no, they're great. Oh, so they're do great. I. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, uh, it's Str like counting the pixel remaster six games. Sorry, good. Stranger yeah, Paradise like is next, <laughs> and its newest uh, DLC, the Wanderer of the Rift. Uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I was done with this one a while ago. Meh. Yep. The game's fun. It I just definitely is. I just don't. Um, I just don't feel compelled to go back for the DLC. I mean, I already bought this, so I'm gonna play it. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. I mean, the last DLC was fun. I understand like the complaints and stuff. It's just from a design standpoint, it's really weird how they implemented it. And uh, I'm sure this will be more of the same. But Gilgamesh, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. I mean, I like seeing the way they implement some iconic characters and iconic baddies and fights, but I just don't have any interest to grind through. I'm like, oh, no, no. I don't want to grind in another DLC. I, I think I, I'm kind of done. I think it caught people off guard that, like, because they had, like, the grindy thing that you could go all the way through in right. the initial game, and then when they released the DLC, they're like, oh, by the way, if you want to fight everything, you had to have kind of started yeah. that, or you're going to have to do at least that partially, which kind of threw people off, and I imagine this will be more of the same. Yep. Where it's like, if you didn't do the last thing, probably gonna have a tough time finishing this thing. So, Tark, you uh, chaosing in chaos with some of your chaos chaos? No. Uh, once I beat it, as seeing the level of grind really turned me off. So done. I haven't been back since I beat it. Yeah. Romancing Saga got a little a little uh, snippet of video exposed. Still looks weird, but I don't care. I love them. I love it. Looked yep. weird back in the day too, so this is mm -hmm. nothing new. Uh, yeah. And then there was some like mobile odds and ends because like the Romancing Saga is going to be mm. on mobile as well. So you know, kind of a nice segue there. But then we got uh, Katsuga uh, Danshi uh, with em elements with emotions. That was revealed during the Japanese broadcast at the Nintendo Direct the first time, but it was also shown here. That's we don't that probably isn't coming e, uh, west. We don't know. Uh, Etsab Life, Unity Memories, and Engage Kill are both free to play RPGs. Uh, again, we don't know if those are going to be localized as well. On stuff that is localized, there's a Final Fantasy 13 collab coming up with War of the Visions, Brave Exvius. So there was like this whole mobile section, including. Uh, romancing saga here as well, which I will not be playing on mobile. Did you notice that there was something that was go ahead out from yeah, the mobile? Go phase? ahead, go ahead. Pissed me off because I was that was the one title I was really looking forward to, to having some information, anything. No ever crisis. Like, why? Like, aren't you supposed to be releasing it this year? Look, come on, let's go, let's get this thing going. Like, 
think Forspoken's been haven't been beaten like a bad stepchild, and this one's just been in the dark and left in the closet. And you would have thought like maybe they would have brought it up with the um, it's uh, on its listing, the, the FF Seven stuff too. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you would have thought maybe they put it there. Uh, finally, Dragon Quest X Offline is going to release on PS5, PS4, Switch, and Steam on February 26th, but still will be Japan only as of this time. So, sigh, sigh, and more <sighs> sigh. Let's head over and do Love It or Leave It. Love it or leave it is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio. It's where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, could be a feature, could be a press release, something they did, or even just tangentially related. And I to ask you to let me know if you love it, want more of it, or can't stand it, leave it, never see it again. So this time I'm going to put, gentlemen, Square Enix's entire Tokyo Game Show 2022 on the chopping block as a whole. Not, I like this game, and I didn't like this game. I like this reveal. I didn't like the way they presented this. I didn't like that this was here. I like that this was here. Nope. As a whole, Tokyo Game Show 2022 from Square Enix. Love it or leave it. Kronos, you're first. I'm going to go with leave it, because I don't really feel like they showed anything new. I don't really feel like there was any kind of reveal. Sure, we got like extended trailers and new trailers for things we already knew existed, and some demo drops. But like, I don't know, like there no 16 trailer, nothing for remake part two, like not even like small, like some small stuff, really. It's just like addendums to things we've already seen is kind of what it felt like, which I felt like was kind of a letdown personally. Tark. Uh, I'm going to go with a leave it as well. Um, while the demo drops on uh, Valkyrie Elysium, um, the best of the demo drops, in my opinion, uh, yeah, I was looking forward to one title and really one title alone. I, I feel like the Nintendo Direct really took all <laughs> of true. the reveals yeah. Yeah. that was supposed to be at TGS. And like Nintendo's like, well, we're just going to give them everything that you want to reveal there. Um, so there wasn't really any big reveals. So the only title I was really looking forward to was a no-show, and that was Ever Crisis. So this is a big leave it for me. Um, it, I, I don't even understand why they really had the event, but, you know. It's a nice event for the Japanese. Yeah, good times. Yeah, I mean, attendance for the show as a whole wasn't great. It was like 50% oh. of its attendance back in 2019, the last time they had it live. I mean, understandably, Ouch. things change. COVID war, post-COVID world and, and COVID still being around heavy in some areas. You know, it's kind of hard to gauge what live events are going to do well and which ones aren't right now, particularly when it comes to large-scale conventions. But you want to see attendance better than half of what you had done in 2022 that's not that's not what they were looking for uh i'm sure i gotta i gotta leave it to uh that's not to say that it was terrible but it was like an eight hour stream if you watch the whole thing there and that was, was just one of them and that there was, was just one of them streams. Yeah. And, and there was just like so much garbage that didn't need to be in there like everybody that was doing presenting and things like that they did a wonderful job and i'm sure that they had a blast and everything but there was like big swash uh, swaths of uh, swatches of time in between things that were just like three people sitting there talking and it it did not 
help what they were talking about. Like, they didn't offer new information or anything like that. It was like they were vamping for time. Um, and, and maybe they were to a great deal. So I'm going to leave it as a show, too. I think, man. That all surprises th- me. Yeah, all three of us. While the, while I, I, I did, I thought it would have. I thought it would have been a love it just for the TCG love. I mean, no, like, I, hey, I already gave them their credit for that. I already gave them their credit for that when we started that they showed the the Final Fantasy TCG. But yeah, I can't. It, it just wasn't a great show. It wasn't compelling. It wasn't interesting. The titles that were there, we all knew uh, just about everything about. In fact, we knew release dates for all of them. Like, you know, there was no mystery behind these. That wasn't going to be a spoiler at this point, like unless they just started giving away forespoken uh, story beats. Uh, so I didn't expect a lot out of it, and that's pretty much what I got. Not a lot out of it besides some cool visuals and a couple demos to go check out. Cool, but not what I think of when I think Tokyo Game Show. Uh, that's going to do it for us here, but chat, don't go anywhere right after the stream today. Miss Faye Death is back. She's feeling better. How are you? Back. I'm alive. It's a miracle. It's you wonderful. are alive. You Yay. are alive. Yay. What are you streaming today? Uh, we're back to the Wonderlands for today because somebody was playing at a Dragon Con and I haven't been able to scratch my itch yet. Um, but in the upcoming weeks, I There's have a cream for that. fun, spooky games. Yeah, we are hitting the holidays there. You're going to have to speak up a little bit. You're still, okay. yeah, you're still. No, I keep trying to Discord <laughs> lied to me. Yeah, it Discord. lied to me. So I will, just, I will just scream into the microphone for now because I'm not sure which thing <laughs> did. That's today. normal levels. Yeah, there you go. All yeah, right. No. Well, don't go anywhere, chat. Give us a minute or two to take the stream down, relabel things for Faye, and then she will be back up. Your tiny Tino's Wonderlands, by the way, uh, Borderlands, or I'm sorry, Gearbox did talk to Embracer Group, you know, their new daddy, and uh, mm. they were apparently, Faye, extremely surprised by how well Tiny Tina did and did on the it. financial front and have said this may be a new franchise ip for us wow expect some other things if you uh if you're a fan so yeah get ready for that excellent that's gonna do it we have work to do yeah we do that's gonna do it for us here tonight we'll be back saturday at 7 p.m eastern with our episode of gaming gumbo talking about the general week in gaming and then of course all of our normal streams Faye going live now torchwick and Tarkoth on Saturday night, me on uh, Monday with Final Fantasy trading card game, Locals Gameplay Live. Hope you'll join us for all of it. Make sure you give us a follow, like, subscribe. Until next time, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, same as always, Twitter. Uh, you want to see pictures of amounts that I get? I only got like one left that I can't that I haven't obtained in the game yet. It's crazy. That is so it's going to be a while, though. That Just is... a mentor amount. That's it's all. The only one left. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tar- Easy. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming, playing Final Fantasy XIV four days a week. And then you guys find me here on Ready Check Radio on Saturday nights, playing uh, currently Live Alive. Yay! I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there, Magic Man 1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio so you'll know every time we go live with a podcast or a stream. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Let us know what you thought of the Tokyo Game Show in the comments below. Later. Garbage. Where's my ever crisis?